Thank you for tuning in to the best parenting show on the internet. Post Daily Dose. Hey there, Post Institute. This is Christy Fall, the co-founder, Fix and Nurture. Coming at y'all live. I hope you're having a fabulous day, preparing for a wonderful evening, uh, getting ready for the best little parenting show on the internet, the Post Daily Dose. Of course, I want to plug these books real quick. Brian's book, From Fear to Love. We have this on Amazon, on our website, and also on promotion. We have a promotional site, feartolovebook.com, where you can get this book for the cost set of, a, of printing plus shipping. So $7.95, and then you get some incredible bonuses that go with that. We also have this other amazing book, The Great Behavior Breakdown. Now, let me just tell you, you can get these two together on our website for a discount when you buy them as a package. So I know it's a tough decision. Where which is the best place? Mm, well, let me just think about that. Honestly, if you're really looking, just like how can I get these books the cheapest? You go to the promotion site and get this, and then you come to our website and buy this one. Because <laughs> you know what? I'm not trying to be shady. I just want to make sure you guys know all the places you can get it and try to get the best deal you can. Then we have this workbook. I was just going through and approving it. Final approval for printing. Yes, there's still some things that are not exactly the way I wanted that, but that's okay because, you know, let's get this first go around and get them in our little hot hands so we can get these out to you guys. You can get it in print on Amazon. Then we have it available as an ebook on our website. Carrie, it's so nice to see you so many times. You are signing in and saying hi once I've already gotten rolling and I don't know ways. I'm not always the best at pausing to say hi to everyone. So it's so awesome to see you and glad we get to say hello. So my topic today, what did I say? Something about, mm, does love-based parenting mean that I don't have any emotions, that I don't have any feelings as a parent? What does love-based parenting really look like? I have parents, uh, I'm doing so much coaching right now, and um, man, you know, sometimes I wish there was a way that we could comfortably do that in a more, like a more public, maybe on our, like on our Revolution Facebook page or something like that, just to help more people grow more, grow deeper. I think that's, that's the language I want to pick. Because when things are thick, 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 and the emotions are heavy, and people are going through stuff, and parents are going through stuff, the whole family is going through the pain. Ah, you know, it's uh, the other day I saw a post that said, um, "Come on, I'm sorry, I just got sidetracked. What are you grateful for today?" And it was after a couple of days of very intense work. And I paused for a minute. And I realized that I am really thankful to be able to minister people in a way that's vastly different. And I'm thankful for the message that was downloaded to Brian. I'm thankful to be a part of his life. I'm thankful for my church family and uh, leadership that I gained there, I think it has, and it, it makes me grateful for all the good things and all the really hard things that I've been through because it's really changed 
how how I approach all of this when I'm when I'm listening and talking and 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 just trying to support families where they're at. And here's one thing that I've come across several times, and that is there's a disconnect. And here's what the disconnect is. The disconnect is many of us first have never had permission to have big feelings. We were not raised with it being acceptable to have great big upset feelings. That any time we got really upset about something, we were either punished for having those upset emotions or we were sent to our room to deal with them alone. So our upset feelings were never accepted and so we have pushed them away and denied that they exist and we've suppressed and we've put on these faces and everything is fine. We're all fine. We're not really very fine, but we're fine, right? We're fine. We're coping. We're doing life. Hey, hey, hey. But when a big thing comes up, we don't really know how to deal with the great big emotions. So there's that piece of the disconnect. And then the next piece of the disconnect is that our kids are, that's how children function. Children initially function from that emotional place in their brain, their cognitive brain, their thinking brain, logic, all of those little pieces of development have not come online yet. And for children who come from tough places, when they are stressed, they will drop down into great big emotions because they have had great big hurts. Great big hurts. The other piece of disconnect is that many of us parents have not had the same kind of great big hurts. So we aren't connected with their pain. And we can be very allergic to their pain. We can even, in our heart, have this feeling like, can't we just get over that pain and can't you just be happy that I'm here and you're under mom now? And that is poison. I understand. Now, parent to parent, I want to tell you, I understand that feeling. It is a normal feeling that you may have as a parent who's trying really hard to love a wounded child, a person who's gone through pre-birth or early life trauma, it can sometimes feel like riding a bull, you know, like you're literally riding a bronco buck because they have had such big hurts. And sometimes when they are in the thick of it and they are pouring out their great big hurts, it comes with a lot of Bad language, bad, that is definitive. That really depends on who you grow up with and what your culture is, what kind of words are considered bad and what kind of words are considered bad. So we can get caught up in like, oh, but do you have to say it like that? And we get so caught up in like the words that they're using that we completely miss the point that they're dumping their heart. We get so caught up and like, I can't believe you have to ask bomb all the time. But then you're missing the opportunity to hear and connect with them when they're hurting the most. So people ask me, what does love-based parenting look like? And the only response I can have to that is, 
is it depends on the child and it depends on the situation. Now, is love always in my heart? Is understanding always right there? Yeah. When I'm joining with somebody who's hurting, does it mean that I'm always, oh, poor baby, I'm sorry that I hurt so bad? No. Sometimes I'm there because that's, you can feel that they need that comfort. But sometimes it's more like, yes, tell me more. Oh, my God, I can feel my body hurts. It hurts so much. It must have been so scary to be there. Fuck them. Fuck all of this. It hurts so fucking bad. If you want to meet your child where they are, you have to get in there and get messy when things are elevated. It doesn't mean that you have to be mad at them. But you have, they have to feel you. When we are scared of their big emotions and we shut down because we don't know what to do with that, then at least have the guts to say, I'm scared. I'm shutting down because I'm scared. Not because I don't love you. Not because I don't believe you. It's just so much. If it's that much for me hearing it, how much must it have been for you to go through it? I'm so sorry you had to go through that. I'm so sorry you had to go through that alone. I'm so sorry you had to go through that when you were so little. Whatever is real, they need us to be real when it is real, they need us to be real. They don't need us to be placating. They don't need us to tell them to not say bad words. Not then. That is not the time for it. Sometimes we got to open up that space for those great big emotions so those kids don't have to keep holding it in. I know sometimes when you've not been in that, when you've not gone through that, when you've never had permission to have your own great big feelings, that it can be scary and overwhelming and your lid can get flipped. Oh, I know. I know. I know. But they really need to feel us. They need to feel us fighting right alongside them. Like, Fighting through that pain so they know we're really, really here. And we're here for the good time. We're here for the bad time. We're here for the long term. We're here for the lifetime. We're here for the lifetime. I talked to a mom today. And she's been a great mom. She's been such an incredible mom. And to hear the story of what all took place recently and her son saying, you're my fourth family. So you know, if you're the fourth family, somewhere in him, he wonders, am I going to have a fifth? And sometimes we have to step up and say, no, no, I know you think that because it's happened. But I'm telling you no and I'm keeping my word and I'm here. I am your, I am your 16 year old mom. I'm your 20 year old mom. I'm your 25 year old mom. I'm your 50 year old mom. I am your mom forever. Many of our kids have no concept of that. 
because they've gone from place to place to place and so many people have said, I am here forever. And then they, and then they quit. Then they quit. So of course they wonder. Of course they do. Be passionate in claiming the heart of your child. Be passionate in claiming the heart of your child. And when those clouds pass, when those storms settle, you know, maybe on those days when the storms settle, Brian always reminds us that stress spelled backwards is dessert. Maybe you just get ice cream for dinner and two spoons, one for you and one for your child, and you lay in bed together and eat ice cream straight out of the container, breaking all the rules. And when those clouds aren't there and the sun is shining and they want your attention and they want your playfulness and they want your love, then by all means, you slather them with it. You let the love you have for them shine from your eyes. You let it feel from your entire being. Remind them how precious they are. My pastor says that Many times, the view that we have of God is created by us based on our parents. I think that's a pretty powerful thing to think about, isn't it? So, I cannot be God. There is only one God. I can be a conduit. I can ask. I can ask for the energy of love to flow through me and that I can just be a conduit of that. But by all means, if people form their view of God based on their appearance, then I want to present to my child something deeply loving, somebody who's willing to chase their heart, somebody who wants to see and share joy with them. I want to be that kind of parent. Take some deep breaths. And choose love. And know that it doesn't always look the way you thought it might look. But it is a rich, 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 deep journey. Much love to you guys. Have a blessed evening and we'll see you all tomorrow.